Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It came, it snowed, it's gone. So much for that. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of February 5th and 6th. Are your turkey applications in yet? Uh, the turkey application period waits for no man or woman. It closes February 22nd. And before you know it, it's here. Don't do it, Tom P. I'll wait for unclaimed permits or over-the-counter sales leftover permits. <clears throat> Sorry, Tom P. They're all sold out. They're all gone. None left. My lovely Marie. why did you wait so long? Ah, it's busy, you know. No, no, no. Go in and get them now. It's a $2 non-refundable fee. All your turkey hunting information is on page 50 in Digest. But here are the hunting period dates. Let's go. Period A is April 25th to 29th. Period B is May 2nd to May 6th. Period C is May 9th to 13th. I love period D. This is a double, week, double weekend here, man. 16th to 20th and May 23rd to May 27th. Not double weekend, double week, I should say. And period E is the Saturdays, April 30th, May 7th, May 14th, and May 21st. The Youth Turkey Day for youngsters 10 to 16 is April 23rd. And period Y, ages, again, for youngsters 10 to 16, April 23rd to May 15th, and May 16th to May 27th. Again, all your information is in the digest on page 50. And speaking of the turkey hunt, turkey season, the Outdoor Women of New Jersey's Mentored Turkey Hunt is going to take place May 1st to May 3rd. It's going to be based out of Vaughn. There's a virtual portion as well, April 12th to 26th. The cost is $100, but it's, you want a chance to hunt turkeys and learn all about it. This is the deal. Go to njfishandwildlife.com for all the information. Okay, grab that cup, grab that rubble, really jammed show. Eddie Masunas. Coming up, man, former pen rep. We talk the pen business, and we talk his article in the February issue of the Fisherman Magazine. After that, how about a trip to South Africa and Tanzania? And then after that, we have Nikki Hanashevsky, Saltwater Underground, high-energy, kick-your-ass TV show based in Jersey. That kid is rocking it. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I remember last week we spoke with Jimmy Hutchinson, managing editor, Delaware Bay, the New Jersey edition of Fisherman Magazine, went over the articles in the current of February issue, knockout issue. Mention one article in particular on page 12 in the local section. The backbone of good eats by editor Ed Masunas. Now, Ed has been an influencer in the tackle industry for decades. He stepped away a while back. Great to see him back in the writing gig. He was always an excellent writer. And to add a little ligature to this, this past summer at Creekside Outfitters in Waretown, shout out to Liza and crew there, who walks in through the door. I said, this guy looks familiar. And I said, hi, how you doing? He says, I know that voice. You're Tom P. I said, Eddie Masunas, Mary Mother of God, it's been 10, 15 years. Here he is with his son, who is now, ooh, he's a state trooper. I remember when he was a little kid running around. <laughs> so Eddie's on the line right now. I want to talk about this article, Getting the Most Out of Your Fish You Want to Keep to Eat. Fantastic piece. A little bit out of the norm, not the how-to, where to go. This gets to, pun intended, the meat of the matter. Eddie Basuna, thanks for joining us on Rack and Finn, my brother. Good to talk to you. Hey, good to be here, Tom. Ed, at Creekside, what was that, back in July or August? My jaw hit the floor. It was around July, yeah. It was the hot <laughs> weather. I think it was around July, yeah. Ed, you were a longtime pen rep in the industry. Listen, as an influencer. That's a term used now. I guess it's a frequency, an influencer. Ed was one of the original ones. 
way back. Ed, you were very successful as a pen rep. You were known up and down the East Coast at the Fishing Tackle Conventions, AFMA, then ICAST. You were a store. You were there. You decided to step away at a particular time. Again, pen was hot, always been hot. And we were, everyone sort of looked around and said, Eddie's leaving the He's leaving the industry. What's up with that? If you don't mind getting personal yet professional, what made you step away from, you had a sterling career there, brother. I'll have to start by saying that I actually met my wife at the Philadelphia Boat Show while I was working at Penn Reels. Oh, wow. Uh, she was walking down the aisle with her father, and uh, I, uh, her father had a reel that he couldn't put together, and I said, oh, I'm going to take real good care of this guy. <laughs> as, it out, as it turns out, he was a... Uh, a sergeant in the uh, Montgomery County Sheriff's Department. And uh, one thing led to the other, and I wound up marrying her. Uh, so uh, I actually got my wife through Penwheel. So, yeah, it was a great career. I was there for 25 years. Uh, and uh, in the back of my mind, I thought to myself, you know what? If anything ever happens, uh, I always had a um, uh, proclivity toward law enforcement, a, uh -huh. uh, you know, a liking of law enforcement. I, anything ever happens, I just might uh, do something like that. And uh, at the time, Penn was it was a family-owned company. It was a grand old dame of fishing tackle, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, things were changing there. Right. Uh, they, they ownership, and uh, I thought, you know what, this is my time to get out, and uh, let me get out before I'm too old. So I actually had a whole second career. Now my main career was at Penn, but uh, you know I did a lot yeah. with the sheriff's department. I was a dare officer there. Uh, I worked all the departments there. I I actually got to be a bomb tech there too. So, wow. Uh, you know, there was a there was a lot I did there, but um, uh, you know, I did come back to uh, uh, the, the industry by writing a little bit and mm -hmm. um, just uh, you know living a lifestyle. You know, and, it's, uh, and, and yep. a great lifestyle. Well, listen, Ed and I were not at loggerheads, but we were competing companies uh, years back. Uh, Ed Penn, uh, Tom P. Wood of Finor, and but Ed, I'll tell you, it was a huge void that to me, even though the change of ownership to Pure Fishing was never really filled. That you you were you were there, you were synonymous with Penn. The Northeast, the Holy East Coast, and Penn was synonymous, Eddie Masunas. So you moved on, well, you and it's what? great. I, it was, it was, you had one hell of a run there, Ed. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's, it's actually still continuing. Like I say, it's a, when I left, when I left Penn and all my friends there, I said, you know what? I'll always be a, a, a Penn person there because it's, it's a lifestyle type of a thing. I've been out of there for, uh, what, almost 20 years now. And, uh, Whoa! with that. I still fish with uh, the the, uh, the pen tackle. Uh, my tackle is uh, a little bit on the vintage side, but I'm a vintage fisherman fishing with uh, uh, you know vintage tackle, so that, that's okay too. And before we get it's to before we get to the meat of the phone call, this great article. Listen, it's February issue of Fisherman Magazine, page twelve, thirteen to fourteen. Get uh, I tell you, this we'll get to that. You know me, I'm a foodie. Now your son, I remember as a youngster, he was what uh, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Now he's a state police uh, trooper. Yeah, he's a uh, oh, wow. Pennsylvania State uh, Police uh, uh, trooper. He's in the Belmont Barracks there, and uh, he loves his job. And uh, well, I guess I was a big influence on that, too. But mm -hmm. uh, he loves to fish and hunt as, uh, as much as I do, too. So we're keeping it all in the family. In fact, the article there, that's my beautiful daughter there. She's a, she's a nurse at the Community Hospital in Tom's River there. And uh, she wow. loves to fish, too. Her boyfriend loves to fish. So it's you know, the, the old saw about fishing is a family thing, and... Uh, it's, it's really true. You know, take your kids yep. hunting and you don't have to hunt for your kids. And, uh, it's a lifestyle it. thing yeah. that we all have. 
Uh, and listen, uh, that's uh, okay. Now we're going to get to the article. There's one more, one more thing I have to say to Masunas. I mean, it's from the heart. Ed, you look great. You look fantastic. I age disgracefully. So we'll leave it at that. Okay, Ed, the catalyst to, to write this article about getting the most out of your, your fish you're going to take home to eat instead of just filleting the normal fillet and you throw the rack away, as you put it, there's usually enough for a whole other meal. Go into what made you write this. Well, you know what? It's, I guess I because I had Depression-era uh, uh, parents, and, and uh, I'm sure you did, yeah. Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's the old waste-not-want-not type of a thing. And, and uh, I've always been a hunter-gatherer, uh, uh, a meat fisherman. I'll say that proudly, of course. Uh, having a, a second career in law enforcement, I do everything uh, uh, by the law. But uh, if, it's, if it's legal, it's, it's okay to take a strike pass if, if, sure. if it's legal. Uh, and... Uh, um, and the whole waste not want not philosophy. How many times have you thrown a rack over there and said, "Well, there's a lot of good meat in there," oh, uh, yeah. especially off a striper or even a blackfish? I mentioned in the article right. it was, uh, a, you know, uh, a 15-inch blackfish will do too. So uh, there's a lot of uh, meat that's uh, um, that's really just thrown away there or used as crab bait. Uh, and so I I've been doing it for a good long time, and I pitched the article a while back uh, uh, to Jim, but it just wasn't the right time. But somehow, for some reason or other, this they mm-hmm. struck a, a, a chord in all the uh, hunter-gatherers uh, uh, out there. And um, I'm really gratified the way it turned out, the reception uh, that, that it had, too. And uh, uh, like I say, it just uh, it just adds to your whole experience of, of, of fishing. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like the old man in the sea and that you respect <laughs> the quarry. And, and uh, you know, you, you, you love the stuff that you... Uh, that you fish and hunt for. Sure. And what better show? What better way to show the respect for the quarry is than, than to utilize the whole uh, the, the the whole animal. Well, and, and even in our house, for example, if we do get a couple of keeper stripers, a keeper striper, we do. You know, we try on sea bass, especially big ones. We try to bake them whole. If we do fillet, we try, that's why I'm not a fillet because hey, I'm saying, man, look at that meat that's going away. But I'll even dig into the head of the striper. And yeah, because you know, I call I call them the scalp, the brain scalps. So we pull that meat out. There's a lot that's wasted. And this article again opened my eyes because I remember, yeah, tog bait. Now fillet to tog, pain in the ass to bake. But, but like, holy God, I'm reading this, and it's right. You got a whole other meal there, Ed. Well, you do, yeah. Uh, at least a whole other meal. If it's a bigger fish, you got a couple meals there too. And uh, just be, just be careful when you uh, when you get into the head there a little bit because sometimes you get those nuggets out. Uh, it's a little bit hard to get out, so just watch your uh, right. watch your left hander. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there's people. Yeah, there's a lot of meat in the collar. There's a lot of meat in the head over there, and of course you trim out the backbone and everything else, and uh, uh, you know, the, the stomach contents and mm-hmm. uh, the stomach lining, and uh, it's just all good stuff. Once you boil it up, you pick it out, and it might be the might be the old bay uh, old bay seasoning I put in there, but doggone it, 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 it almost tastes like crab, doesn't it? And it's easy to pick it out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm I'm a crabber too, and uh, you know how hard it is to pick out the blue claws. Ugh. Is the meat worth it? Absolutely. But the thing is, um, it's it's very easy to pick it out. You just got to watch it. You you don't pick out the. Uh, you you got to keep the bones in there. Yeah. And every once in a while, yeah. if somebody says, "Hey, hey, there's a bone in here," that's my way of saying, you know what? This is to prove that this is not a processed fish. That has my custom touch. Yeah, <laughs> Very well said. We're speaking with Ed Masunas, a former legendary, uh, happily retired pen rep. We're talking about his article in the February edition of the Fisherman Magazine, page 12 through page 14 in the local section. It's called The Backbone of Good Eats. And Ed just said, again, be careful, picking these bones out, examine the rack. Ed, you, you go through the whole process in the article. Now I'm going to hit you up, Masunas. I told you this. I need a patented custom 
Ed Masunas recipe, bro. What do you got? Okay, well, I'll, ca I'll call this my piece of fish cake recipe, okay? And I'll give you the secret ingredient. The secret ingredient is saltine crackers. All right, you get a saltine Wait, 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 Saltine crackers? Saltine crackers. Salted yes. both sides what. or toppers or what? I'll tell you why in a second. You get a sleeve of saltine crackers, right? Uh, it's usually about 30 to 36 in the sleeve. Okay, you open that up. And first of all, here's your mix. Okay, you get a half a cup of mayo, uh, basically four teaspoons of mayo, an egg, a tablespoon of Dijon mustard, a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, and a teaspoon of hot sauce. I don't expect you to re uh, uh, remember all this. It's, or, a, it's in the podcast, and it's in it's in the podcast. They'll get it. They'll get it. <laughs> so, but anyway, what you what you what you wind up doing is you mix that all up together until it's nice and smooth. Okay, then you have about say a pound or so of, uh, of uh, fish meat, crab meat. Um, and what you do is you get those saltine crackers in another bowl and you hand crack them. Okay. You get about two or three and you just work them together in your hands. Okay. It's very tactile, mm -hmm. tactile recipe. Don't get a blender or anything like that or a chopper. Mix it up with your hands until it's about maybe, oh, like maybe like a quarter, quarter inch or so in size. And then what you do is you get the crab meat and you mix it in there and somehow it complements each other. The fish is very rich, okay? Mm -hmm. The saltines, the, the saltines are, are uh, very bland and dry, but it's kind of like a, you know, a, a slice of deli meat tastes good on a, a good hunk of bread. Right. They complement each other. So what you do is you mix that all in there. And then what you do is you, you, you won't think you have enough of the mix, but it's kind of like mixing concrete in that you uh, put it in, mix it gradually, and... You mix it all up together. I just use a big tablespoon. Mm -hmm. You know, this is all this is all kind of like Joe Lunch Bucket recipe stuff. Right. But it is so good, Tom, that you don't really need all the ingredients I listed in there. You probably have in your house there. Right. Oh, and I also mentioned too um, the hot sauce. Any kind of hot sauce that you have around the house there is uh, uh, is is usable. So it's it's an easy peasy recipe. Uh, but a lot of time, a lot of things. Um, that are they're the simplest or the best. I mean, that was that was Otto Hensy, the founder of Hens. Uh, um, Otto, right? Wow, that was his philosophy, and we used it at many many times in our advertising. Make it simple, make it work. Well, here's a simple recipe that works. No, oh, Ed. Now, uh, you're frying this bacon. Is what's the dealio? Uh, what I do is I, I kind of um, uh, try to keep things on a healthy side. So I'm a big fan of EVOO. You just put it in a pan. Um, I'm, a, I'm a cast iron fan. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you just you just put a little bit of EVOO in there. Um, and what you do is after you get the concoction mixed up, keep it in a bowl for at least an hour, um, hour, a couple hours overnight if you can. But what you want you want everything to uh, uh, congeal and anneal and right. get set up together. And it'll be the consistency of hamburger patties. Perfect. So you just wet your hands a little bit, make a hamburger patty, put it in a pan, fry it till it's you know you, you do have to cook it because you know. The, uh, the egg is uncooked in there. I mm -hmm. mean, the fish are all cooked and everything else. But what you do is you just brown the stuff over. You know, you just brown the patties over there, flip them over, brown them again, and you're, you know, and and, and you're good to go. So uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll sure sure you can use butter and stuff like that. But uh, I'm I'm a fan of EVOO, so that's what I'll that's what I'll put in. Well, that's what Eddie's talking about uh, the, the healthy end here. I'm noticing in a photo, and I've been you know I'm. I've been a mayo fan since I was a little kid. In fact, I was the only kid in school. I used to get beat up because I would have bologna sandwiches with mayo instead of mustard. I see Hellman's <clears throat> light mayo. Now, before we get going, Matt Bassoonis, to me, that's like no fat entomans. It's wrong, but it works for you in this, in this recipe. <laughs> 
You know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, uh, Tom. I don't notice a difference, really. Okay. But I, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy where I don't notice the difference between a $10 bottle of wine and, uh, you know, a $100 bottle of wine, too. Perfect. That is listeners. That's vintage Eddie Masunas. Well, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin. Listeners, page twelve through page fourteen. They're all, all the articles will get. This one really stands out. Makes you open your eyes a little bit. Think of all the meals you've been missing, all the treats from the sea, the bay, whatever that you've been missing by just you know, filleting it and, and tossing away the rack, or maybe using it for crab bait, as Eddie said. A lot to learn here. Ed, thanks for joining us. What does the future hold for you? Ed, you're going to be down to Jersey Shore much this summer. You know what? Uh a lot of times you ask people, how are you, you know, how you, how you doing and everything else. And a lot of people say living a dream sarcastically. You know what? I can truly say that I am living a dream. I mean, you know, I, I fish, I hunt. Uh, I'm kind of like Hemingway, you know, I fish, I hunt, <laughs> I drink and I write. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a great lifestyle. So for those people who are pining for re- retirement and stuff like that, there really is no such thing as full retirement. It's there you go. You always got something to do. Any more articles uh, coming up, uh, upcoming editions? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got we got, we got a whole bunch of uh, uh, stuff slated uh, uh, to go there, and hopefully it hits the same court as this uh, whole uh, um, uh, hunter gatherer uh, uh, piece we did on uh, excellent on the goodies too. Excellent, Ed Masunas, thanks for joining us on Rackfin. Great to make your acquaintance again, Eddie. After what two decades or so, and uh, uh, great, great, thanks, great so. to have you back, yeah. Ed. It was fun meeting you, too, and, uh, and talking with you, Tom. Hey, take care. Hey, well, hey, we'll see you on the water this spring, son, man. What do you think? Yep. I'll okay, see brother. you on the beach. Oh, yeah. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Just a great guy. Just a great, great guy. I remember Logheads. We had Finner Winter, just the Ahab moment or the pen boop. We're going to kick your ass. We're going to kick your ass. We're going to kick your ass. What, three years later, Finor was sold the <laughs> way it went. Okay, grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. Out of Africa, South Africa. Be right back. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, Talk Radio 90. 5.5. Did you know the average adult changes careers seven times before finding the right position? How many jobs will you go through before you find a career that fulfills you? Try Town Square Media Atlantic City. If you're ready for a new challenge in a fun and exciting work environment, Town Square Media may have the opportunity you've been waiting for. We're looking for a motivated and creative sales assistant for South Jersey's market. You'll assist the sales team to create and design presentations and proposals that will blow away the competition. Best of all, you get to start a career in digital media advertising. Oh, and there's one more requirement. You must be able to have fun at work. If you're detail-oriented, if you're no stranger to the latest office software, and you're bursting at the seams with creativity, contact market president Mike Rubel at mike.rubel at townsquaremedia.com. That's mike.rubel at townsquaremedia.com. Take your first step towards a larger career. Town Square Media is an equal opportunity employer. East Coast Roofing and Siding Protecting what you love and own East Coast Roofing and Siding Trust us with your family and home 
Hey, South Jersey, this is Sean Steitler with East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. For over 40 years, we have been providing the best solutions for residential roofing, siding, window, and door projects for South Jersey homeowners. Did you know East Coast is partnered with the largest lenders in the country? This means you can get your home improvements taken care of today with today's pricing and pay for it over time. Prices are always increasing, but yours don't have to. We have options for everyone, regardless of the size of your project. Call 609-625-1900 or go to eastcoastroofing.com today to schedule your free consultation. That's 609-625-1900 or eastcoastroofing.com. Remember, South Jersey, if you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. So you finally got your credit score up to 700. You're feeling good, about to get a new credit card with rewards. You apply and, ooh, it's not approved. And that knocks your score right out of the 700 club. There's a better way. Next time, go to Credit Karma and check out your approval odds first so you can find a card you're more likely to get approved for. And with over 100 million members, there are plenty of reviews to help you choose. Get your free credit scores and find the right card for you at Credit Karma. Approval not guaranteed, subject to checks. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes is back. Every score change will draw one winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half million dollars they could use toward their dream home. Get in the game for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 56. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age majority ends 11-11-22. Equal housing letter licensed offer to states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities will not offer sponsored promotion in any way. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We got a February 5th and 6th. It is showtime yet again. Hey, man, if you want to, you want to see the biggest outdoor show on the friggin' planet, if not the universe, it's a great American outdoor show going on in Harrisburg. It opens today, the 5th, and it runs through Sunday the 13th. It's at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex, 300 North Cameron Street in Harrisburg. Okay, here's the dealio. I don't believe you can see that show, experience that show in one day. It is freaking huge. I, I, I try to avoid the weekends, me and the lovely Dean Marie, because you're literally, what's that cliche, packed like sardines. In a can. You get stuck going out in the middle of the aisle. I mean, there's no way out. And then there's always, always some family, and I like kids, don't get me wrong, that have the double stroller. What are you doing in the aisles with the double stroller? But that's all part of the outdoor show experience. We have a shout-out to my main man, Mo, who's out there every year. And he says, Tom, this is the best place. You can go on the Internet, whatever. This is the best place if you're looking to book a hunt anywhere, anywhere, it seems, in, in the world, it's going to be at the Harrisburg Show. Fishing, hunting especially. There is a presence there. At the Harrisburg Show, Matsomi Safaris. Now, the owner was a guest on Rack and Fin Radio a couple of years ago, just before COVID hit. We had plans, everything going on. Everything was shut down. Uh, Peter Potheater is joining us on Rack and Fin right now. We're going to talk about Matsomi Safaris, the African hunting experience, South Africa. Now, they have South Africa and they have, I'm pronouncing it correctly, Peter, Tanzania. Lisa, so you're going to have the hunt of a lifetime, and check it out. A lot less expensive than some of the domestic hunts in the U.S. and Canada and also down in Mexico. Peter, thanks for joining us on Rack and Finn. By the way, how was your trip over, bro? 
Uh, thank you very much, Tom. It's a privilege to be here. And uh, yeah, I, we really appreciate it. Very well, actually. Uh, no hassles. Um, with COVID, pretty much, uh, be, I won't say under control, but people learn to live with it. It was very simple to get in, and I'm sure it'll be the same to go out. So no problems at all. Now, Peter, you are exhibiting at the Harrisburg Show. Tell us about Matsomi Safaris. Before I get going, listeners, this lodge has been in existence under Peter and his lovely wife, Rhea's ownership now for 21 years. Stood the test of time. Peter, making this work and the hunting opportunities there for the prices are absolutely amazing. Go into it, please. Yes, Tom. Um, yeah, we've been there a long time. I've got a huge following in this area, which I'm very thankful for. All the clients from uh, from this direct area, around about seven hours around the Harrisburg area, people will flock to this show. And uh, that's why I keep on coming back. There's great people. Uh, we pick up a lot of business here. And yeah, Motsomi has been around, like you said, 21 years. Um, I own several of my own properties and lodges in South Africa. And it's all about service, Tom, at the end of the right. day. If you give a, a person a good service at a realistic price, they would keep on coming back. And that's our big success, is uh, keeping our clients happy, even during COVID. I mean, we all took a heck of a hit uh, oh, during yes. COVID. Oh, oh. But we are still here because my old clients stood by me and they pulled through with us. And uh, yeah. Uh, they keep my seasons full, and we get, uh, keep on getting new ones. So we are very thankful for that. Well, Peter, let's cut to the chase. whole thing about going to Africa, it always pops up. The hassles, the travel logistics, and if you're going to be hunting with a firearm, getting my guns into South Africa, making sure they're there, and then getting them out. What's the dealio? Yeah, uh, Tom, it's actually nothing to be uh, worried about. The easiest to do that is to bring your own firearms along. So uh, we have a system where we pre-approve your permit. So when you arrive in South Africa, your permit's waiting for you at the airport. So there's absolutely no hassles with a firearm. And to travel with a firearm, it's just a locked box. You put it on the plane. It's really, really very easy, and we guide you through it. But uh, do not be afraid. It's actually a very simple process. Um, and since you've got your permit pre-approved, you know everything is in place when you arrive there. You could not have made a mistake or forget something, whatever, because it's all done and dusted. But if you still yeah. don't want to travel with a firearm, we always have them available for you as well. Well, Peter, insofar as restrictions, number of guns, calibers, and amount of ammunition. Okay, you can, you can travel with four rifles per application, so per person. But those four rifles all need to be different calibers. So you can't bring two thirty or sixes, but you can bring four different ones. And then ammunition is not a problem. I think mm -hmm. it's like five pounds of ammunition that you can bring. So on the rifles, that's never a problem. It's uh, like 200 rounds per rifle. But uh, if you do wing shooting or bird shooting, then uh, we will supply you with ammunition because you know for that, that's nothing to shoot. By us in wing shooting, you can blow through a thousand rounds in the morning. So, wait, uh, wait, wait. Stop, stop right there. What did you say? Yeah, you could you could blow oh. you could blow through a thousand rounds in the morning if your shoulder can keep up. Oh, um, if you come oh. in the right time, we've got very good wing shooting, and and you know shotgun shells is very heavy. So obviously that's the only one is you will not mm -hmm. be able to bring your shotgun shells. You will, we will just have it for you there. Okay, join us on the Rack and Fin radio line this morning as Peter Potheater is Matsomi Safari is exhibiting at the Harrisburg Show, the great outdoor sports show. And I'll tell you, Peter, I'm, again, looking at some of the prices here, the package deals you have, I mean, these are beyond reasonable. Again, compared to, I look at some trophy whitetail hunts in the U.S., 10000 12000 
and you get the mule deer hunts, and you're talking sometimes fifteen to twenty thousand, compared to what you get here in some of these packages, you know, blesbuck, uh, blue wildebeest, impala, warthog. I mean, those are deals galore. Yeah, uh, Tom, that one that you just mentioned, we actually uh, sweetened it a little bit. Uh, that package currently, we add a second person to that package and an extra impala. Oh. So you're looking at two impala, a warthog, um, a wildebeest, um, and a blesbuck. Um, all for two people for five days hunting, a seven-day safari for below four grand. And oh, that's a big oh, difference. Now, oh. now your, your, biggest, your biggest difference that you need to keep in mind with hunting in Africa, and this is not just me, that's mm -hmm. most of the reputable outfitters, you also get a guarantee that you will hunt those animals. If you don't get to hunt them, you will be um, refunded accordingly. So if you don't mm -hmm. get a wildebeest, you'll get your money back. So uh, that's another thing where if you hunt locally, you guys know that if you go on an elk hunt and you don't get the elk nine out of ten times, you're still going to pay the full price. Man, does this guy, I think, he, I think he just sold me and Dee Marie a trip. I mean, holy. <laughs> Excellent. You, you, know where, you know where to find me. <laughs> well, Peter, now you have different packages up to, you know, are there opportunities for any one of the big five, you know, the, the Sables, not the, you know, the, the, the Cape Buffalo, the Leopard, any special permits? What happens with that? Yeah, no, absolutely. We obviously do all of the big five. Uh, now, being from uh, the U.S., mainly your listeners, uh, there's obviously some restrictions on uh, right. U.S. citizens. Um, no problem with something like, uh, um, let's say, the big six, which will include the hippo. So hippo, buffalo, um, those guys have no problems coming in. Leopard in South Africa, tags are very, very rare to come by. Mm -hmm. We hunt most of our leopards out of Tanzania. Um, then elephants from South Africa is importable into the U.S., but it takes a long, long time. There's no ban on it. Um, lions from South Africa, you get different types of lions. Uh, I don't think we've got time to go into that. Mm -hmm. Some of them are importable, some of them are not. But overall, you can bring in um, the uh, big five from South Africa. Uh, if your paperwork and all is in place, they are all importable into the U.S. Well, Peter, just as a little non sequitur here, though, I just got a press release, uh, yes, uh, I guess, what, England? Now, that for some yeah. reason, they, they, they ban the import now. And the, to me, it's just like, why did you do that? Let these African nations manage their own wildlife. I mean, you, I mean, Peter, you remember, you were there. What, what happened yeah. to the elephants when they banned elephant hunting in Kenya what, back in the early 80s or something? And before now, within 10, yeah. 15 years, the population was in the toilet. No, absolutely, Tom. You are 110% correct. What you just said about uh, England, that is a complete disgrace. How could a, uh, another country tell us in Africa what to do with our wildlife? Um, our local people depend on that income. They depend mm -hmm. on that meat. They depend on the jobs. And now you get a foreign country that want to go back to the colonialistic times where they owned Africa. And they still want to tell Africa what to do with their wildlife. So uh, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And we are fighting that on the forefront uh, literally daily, we are still fighting that. Mm. Just to correction, the ban is not through yet. Um, okay. The ban has to go through several different layers of uh, government. But, uh, yeah, that is very worrying. And, uh, like I said, we are fighting that because that's ridiculous. Not that they are a big hunting country, not at all. But the point is, we if you, need, if you leave that one domino to fall, the next one can go. So uh, we are definitely totally, totally against it. 
you must look at the African people uh, first and let them decide. Right. I'm not going to tell you guys in the U.S. how you should manage your wildlife population, your, your whitetail populations. Right. What the heck do I know about it? So I would prefer like those guys to rather come and see what we do and how it's been done and how much it means to the local people and economy before they just sit in a nice, cozy, air-conditioned uh, house and office and they make decisions that mm-hmm. can kill the wildlife, like you said in Kenya. It will end the wildlife if trophy hunting are banned. Absolutely correct. And this is, uh, unfortunately, listeners, this is, uh, this is what happens when you have, I, I call it, uh, Peter, I call it cultural cultural imperialism. In other words, you're yes, over here yes. telling them what you could do over there. Scratch my ass Absolutely. on that one. Well, Peter, let's uh, let's talk real fast. Some of the logistics. We're running out of time here. Where now? You fly into Johannesburg, correct? Location of Matsomi Safari Lodge. How long a ride? You stop for a couple of cold beers. What's the deal? Yeah, we pick you up right at the airport, so it's a direct flight. Currently, you can fly Delta and United directly to uh, Johannesburg. And right upon uh, arrival, we'll pick you up, depending on what lodge we're taking you, depending on what you're hunting. We've got several lodges. The lodges uh, is anything between two to six-hour drive from the airport. It depends on where you're going. We also have a lodge in Johannesburg. If you do come in on a very late flight, we put you up in the lodge for the evening, and we pick you up the next morning if you have a long drive. But like I said, depending on, you can drive two hours up to six hours then you'll be at all our different lodges. So, uh, um, yeah, it doesn't matter what time you come in. We are willing to pay, pick you up and take you through. No connecting flights. You get your ass in a plane on this side, and once you, you get up on the <laughs> other side, we're waiting for you. Okay, Peter, now let's let's walk through a hunt. Now, uh, listeners, they are big on the bow hunting. Okay, Matsomi, yes. they're all bow hunters. Hunting from blinds, again, gun hunting, your st- uh, spot and stalk. Go, uh, go through a day of each, please. Right, perfect. Yeah, I personally do a lot of bow hunting myself. We cater for both. We've got areas that we only do bow hunting. We've got areas we only do rifle Boom. and then mix. <laughs> right, so a rifle hunt, you go out early in the morning. Just as soon as you can see, you will be out in the bush and you're going to start stalking. What we do is we drive around to either locate tracks, locate animals, or to a specific area where you'll then go off uh, on foot and you will hunt on foot until you get the query you're after and hopefully you'll do a good shot. Um, so that's an early morning up until about 11 o'clock. Then you come back for a middle day, nice brunch, relax a little bit, and then late afternoon you go out again. Of course, middle of the day when it's warm, the animals go into the thickets and there's no need for you to be out. So uh, that's a rifle hunting. Bow hunting is slightly different. We also go out early in the morning, but we normally take uh, food along. So we take a lunch box and a snack box with us. <laughs> our, blinds is, our blinds is perfectly set up as like little huts either in the ground, up in a tree, and stuff like that. There's lots of different ones, but it's nice and spacious inside. Then you will be there with your PH, um, your professional hunter, in the blind. And then obviously, depending on success, you might stay there for the whole day because you will have the facilities there that you can stay there for the day. You don't necessarily break in for a brunch because that's a little bit different from rifle hunting. Uh, round about between 11 and 2 o'clock, a lot of the animals like to come to water. And that's where our blinds are set up. Our blinds mm-hmm. are set up at water holes and salt leaks and mineral leaks that will kind of draw the animals uh, towards that point where you will be waiting. Listen, join us online is Peter Potheater from Matsomi Safaris there in South Africa, also hunts in Tanzania. I used to call it Tanzania. That was from my American sportsman days. Back then it was Tanganyika. We're going to, we're getting yeah. way data on that. Well, Peter, the accommodations, listeners, go to Matsomi, M-O-T-S-O-M-I.com. Check out the website. Peter, your accommodations are, are definitely top shelf according. Two of the questions I was asked when people know that you were coming on. 
What about the bugs and what about the snakes? What do you got? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tom, that's a very legitimate question. You must keep in mind, we, our winter and summer is exactly the opposite from you guys. So when you come in our season, which is roughly from March to October, that is going into our winter months. So bugs is not a problem. Yeah, you will see a bug here and there, but uh, we, our bugs is really not a problem at all. And the same with the snakes. Uh, especially if we go to June, July, the middle of that period, that's the coldest when they will all be hibernating. So you might get lucky or unlucky and see one on the way you are, while you hunt and stuff, but uh, that's actually very, very, very rare. We've never had an incident with uh, a snake or anything like that. Yes, in the summer months, honestly, it's a little bit different. We do <laughs> yeah. see them quite often. But, uh, yeah, we hunt in the winter months, so you don't have to be afraid of that. Well, this is Matsomi Safaris. Come as a client, leave as a friend. Uh, Peter, we'll give the, uh, give the website one more time. Listeners, M-O-T-S-O-M-I.com. Get out to the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg. Listen, it's a ride from the Rack and Fin Radio. Listening about three, four hours, if that may, you know, depending on where in South Jersey you're located, uh, Central Jersey as well. A straight run out. You need one, again, one full day is not going to do it, but you could try to, you know, you get just to get an idea of the sizing. If you want to book the hunt of a lifetime, all the outfitters are there, Keon, Matsomi Safaris, if Africa, hunting South Africa in particular, and Tanzania, it was always a dream, and it can happen now. Peter, the, again, these prices are beyond reasonable, and the people I spoke to, some of your uh, clients that have been there, listen, the service, as Peter said, is tantamount most important thing and it is second to none peter you're on uh you're going to be on our with these prices man you're going to be on our calendar listen what's the deal now uh now at the show people want to book a hunt they give you a deposit there what happens yes tom we are set up in the show to either receive a check as a deposit or you can uh, uh do credit card doesn't matter uh, I always prefer that, uh, like I said, I don't want to hold people by money. So they need to come and talk to us. We chat to them. We get everything set up. And then afterwards, we talk money and they can send a deposit. But they can actually do it right at the show. But it's very easy. Uh, I always joke and say there's so many ways I can take your money. <laughs> so uh, we, are, we are set up here in the U.S. with a bank account. So they can put money right in my bank account here. They can pay cash in there. Uh, we send them a credit card link, which is still completely safe. So, yeah, that's very easy. So uh, you tell me what you want to hunt. I put a quote together for you that shows a deposit. We look at dates. If we've got the dates and the quote in place, you pay a small deposit. That's pretty much I should have told you that mm -hmm. earlier. You pay a small deposit and the rest of the money stay in your pocket until the last day of the hunt. So you do not pay the hunt ahead of time at all. I like you to have the money in your pocket. Mm -hmm. So if anything Fancy. goes wrong, that's, that's we uh, um, you still have all the money with you. So we pay. We talk money again the last day of your hunt. Uh, that last evening we settle the bill and so on. I I like you to have fun and not be all about money. Listen, We've been in business long enough. I don't have to take your money ahead of time. Listen, that that's that's pure Peter right there, and that ain't happening in the states. Okay, Peter, here it is. Here here it is. I have the, I have the end on the on the what about note. The, the variations, wild variations, South African Airlines fare, I've seen them as low as 800-something and as high as 2,000. What, what's that all about? Yes, Tom, like I said earlier, as you look at our season, it's from March to about October. And uh, in, the, in the beginning and the end, it's your cheapest airfare. You're 100% correct. You can fly for around about $800, return ticket to South Africa. Around about June and July, the middle of your summer holiday, and that's affecting the prices. Then the prices will go up and can be as high as $2,000. So that is pretty much mm. all about 
supply and demand at the end of the day. But you are correct. Uh, in your months like uh, March, April, May, you will pay around about 800 to 1000 bucks, And then again, the same for about August, September, October. But June and July can jump up to 1800 to 2000 bucks, And that's where you see the big that's, variation. That, that's, the, that's the reality. Listeners, Matsomi Safaris at the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg running today through uh, next Sunday the 13th. It's at the uh, Pennsylvania Farm Complex, 2300 North Cameron Street. In Harrisburg. Well, Peter, is the your beautiful wife, Rhea, is she going to be at the booth as well? Yes. Yeah, no, she's here with me, me and my, uh, my me, myself, uh, my son, and uh, Rhea will be there. One of my other PHs is running shows uh, in Houston and Salt Lake, which is unfortunately colliding with the Harrisburg show. But the three of us will definitely be in the booth, and we're looking forward to welcoming some new people there. Hey, well, Peter, okay, let's let's cut to the chase here. But if I make it out there, I mean, I love a demon make it out there. Well, can you get away from the booth to uh, share a half a dozen beers while we talk a hunt? <laughs> well, the, the, half, the, half a dozen, the half a dozen beer, you might get to hunt for free. So that would be wonderful to actually, to actually do that. Okay, Peter, God spare us. Hopefully we'll see you sometime this coming week, brother. Best to all listeners. Matsomi Safari's out of Africa, man. Hunt of a lifetime. Peter, you take care. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. I hope I can see you at the show. Matsomi.com, people. Check it out. Well, we'll see you next week, Peter. You take care, brother. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You Bye. Too. Guys, Vintage South Africa. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. News. I'm Carmen Roberts. Virginia Tech lifts its shelter-in-place order, but Blacksburg police are still on the scene where a shooting overnight left several people injured. Student Ella Moore was out with friends when the alert went out. We contemplated whether we should stay or go. We figured it was probably safest for us to actually stay at the bar until we heard more. No word if any students are among the victims. In Aurora, Colorado, a man shot three people at a church last night, killing one of them. And as the Midwest and Southern Plains dig out of the latest winter blast, the Northeast is dealing with its turn of snow and ice. It was too slippery to even, I, I could hardly walk straight. I didn't think it was uh, worth the risk because it was pretty bad. That man's in Providence, Rhode Island. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Much colder with clouds and sunshine, high 32. Clear tonight, low 16. Partly sunny, not as cold tomorrow, high 35. Clear tomorrow night, low 19. Monday, cloudy with a chance for a bit of snow or flurries. High Monday, 41. I'm AccuWeather's Brian May on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And here we go. Okay, that was out of Africa, man. Dream trip. I'm going. Dean Marie, pack those bags. We're going. But let's get back to Jersey here. Great, great show is back for its second season on the air. Nick Honoszewski, Saltwater Underground. He is back and he is bad. Nicky Magnum. Well, they used to call himself Beach Nut, too. This guy has so many aliases. I wanted Nikki. What's up with that? He's on a rack of fin line. trying to talk about the show for a few minutes. We have a show coming up on Sunday tomorrow with a Ch Chuck Manny, Time Man. Oh, man. Trophy Stripers. 
Nikki has a secret tag. I don't know if you're going to get him to give it up a little bit. But next week is the show. Next Friday and Sunday, or Friday and Sunday, you don't want to miss. We'll get into that. Nikki Magnum, brother, what's up? What is up, Pags? How you been, my brother? Good, Liam. I'm, I'm tired of reading in the news about your two Dachshunds bringing down the UPS and FedEx people. What's up with that? <laughs> my mini Dachshunds, yeah. Old Badger Hounds, yep. They uh, keep me they keep me sprightly, dude. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> you and a lovely Emily. Congratulations, Nick. Second year back, very competitive, cutthroat business, yeah. TV fishing shows they come and they go like dandelions they get paid you stayed the course you were on youtube tv you had yep. another tv show a few years ago you travel the country bet this and you're back and you're back with it's like the siege of corregidor the way these guns are blazing for you brother congratulations <laughs> thanks a lot i love having the show out there man like saltwater underground it kind of focuses in jersey and the right. northeast you know so all these other fishing shows you see on tv uh you know, a lot of mostly like Florida related and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I wanted to bring a show that's local to our area and showcase the fisheries that we got going on here. I mean, there's so many incredible fisheries, you know, with the striped bass, you know, bluefish. We, I mean, I did a week fish episode. When was the last time we saw a week fish episode, you know? Right. Uh, that was Captain Dave uh, De Janeiro High Flyer. That's that, right. Was, yeah. The High Flyer himself. Were you grass shrimping, Nikki? Were you grass shrimping? Hey, I, I, you know, I've been uh, sworn to secrecy, oh. but if you watch the show, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of course we're shrimping. That's DeGeneres' little hook, man. <laughs> that we're speaking with Nick Konashevsky, host of Saltwater Underground. Just a, it's a high-energy, dynamic, rip-your-face-off fishing show. But just full disclosure <laughs> here, people, full disclosure. One, he did a he – it's not just the big stuff, the trophy fluke, whatever. Did a white perch show last year with Captain Dave the Rave show at Seeker Bay Sportsman Center. It was great, fantastic. But but the other day, he was sighted at Round Valley Reservoir ice fishing where he caught a bullhead on a tip up through the ice. <laughs> I do it all, brother, you know. It's whether it's saltwater, freshwater, you know. I've, uh, I've grown up fishing and hunting, so whatever's right. in front of me, I'm going to fish, you know. Nick, from the first time I met you, I, I mean, 20-something years ago, uh, maybe, yeah, about that, uh, when we had the Azuri account of Woodhouse, shout out to Dick Wood, Wood Advertising, he said, get some lures to this kid. I said, Dick, he's high energy. And I pulled up, <laughs> listeners, I forget, was that uh, Summers, Summers Point Marine somewhere? It was a yellow Jeep with no doors, yeah. no hood, no nothing, except this big tangly <laughs> kid in the middle with fishing rods festooned. It looked like a friggin' porcupine. And uh, gave me these lures. And Nick, I'll tell you, uh, Dick says, where's that kid headed? I says, I, I don't know. He says, see that, that car? He says, he's heading to the hospital. What heck? You survive with that. But Nick, you, you took those Yazuri lures and that cigar fluorocarbon, and you kicked ass. And it, you were part of the Fisherman magazine, and it went on from there. You were yep. one of the success, one of I should say, the the pistons and the success story of getting Yazuri and cigar launched in the Northeast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember using all the plugs that you gave us and everything like mm -hmm. that. And you know, that's the thing is. Uh, I don't just do TV. I'm always fishing all the time. Fishing's my number one passion. So it's, uh, you know, when you put lures in my hand, I'm always trying new things, you know, fishing, surf, boat, ice fishing, whatever it takes, right. you know, and I, I just love doing that. And I, that's what I wanted to bring. You know, I wanted to bring a light to Jersey with Saltwater Underground, and I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it on Sportsman's Channel and uh, Waypoint yep. TV. So, and wait, do you, hey, did I tell you about the next episode coming up? Talk After to me. Talk, talk to me. Yes, go, go with Get that. This, man. So, uh, so I went down, and you know him very well, Captain Al Crudelli of the Bayhound down in Sea Isle City. Excuse so me, wait, time out. Time Captain Al Crudelli, the third, the third. He wants the three in there, like <laughs> Apollo Creed. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, 
so we did an offshore sea bass trip, man, and we went out 50, 60 miles. And, dude, I'm telling you, it was nautical. It was like five to six foot in Al's boat. He's got a 29 Southport. Five to six foot, but dude, where do you see the footage and your listeners see this? Not only do we catch all these knucklehead sea bass, but I'm not going to tell you what surprises we caught. Maybe the uh, listeners can guess, but where do you see what we ended up catching, man? It was so, so awesome. And uh, yeah, the footage is incredible of like, you know, technique, how to jig Mm -hmm. for the sea bass, how to drop down baits and and just the surprises just keep coming on this show. And how, how far were you out, Nick? 50 to 60 miles out. So, and how, 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 uh, how, six foot seas. how sporty you said, how, how, how sporty it was not five to six foot when we were out there. It was pretty nautical, man. 20, 25 knot winds out of the Northeast. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, we hold, got the show. Hold on, get, hold on a, hold on a second. A hold on a second. <laughs> what? I just got a note passed to me. Did he suffer a head injury to do that? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, you had the, you had the perfect cat. You had the perfect captain with crew. Now, did, uh, was Jimmy on the boat or Mikey? Yeah, Jimmy was on the boat. Jimmy was working deck. Uh, Al's son, Jimmy, yeah. he's awesome, man. He's he's a hard worker, man. Throwing anchor in that kind of uh, conditions is tough, you know. Especially getting it back was even tougher. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, on a ser- on a serious yeah. note here, planning the shows, you have. It's, I can't say unlimited opportunities. We have great fishing here in Jersey. It's limited. Now, your show's going to be running through the end of March and the, then the uh, reruns start. But listen, picking the topic, picking the area, what goes into that? You know, it's interesting you say that because uh, my show, even though obviously fishing is the major component in it, I try and pick the characters that I want on the show because I'm trying to tell a story rather than just the fishing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're definitely going to learn about the fishing and the how-tos and, and how we do it. But it's the characters that are in my show. I mean, you know that our industry is just loaded with crazy cats. You know? <laughs> so, so I'll like think of who I want on a boat. Like, for instance, we did a, a party boat episode on the Dauntless, right? And I thought, who do I want on the Dauntless? And I just picked like three or four of my craziest party boat guys, and we went fishing, you know? So every time, every show is a different bunch of characters, though I do keep uh, – you know, some local guys on there all the time, mm-hmm. like my buddy Sean Riley kind of joins me for a bunch of shows. But I plan it around the fishing and the characters that I think will be great on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, great with storytelling as we go through the episode. Nick, it adds, it adds an element of life to what's otherwise, okay, a couple of guys going fishing. And listen, everyone yeah. has, everyone I mean, has a dream, you know, me and, me and so-and-so bought a, a camera, got some cordless mics, let's go fishing, and they, and they pitch a fishing show. I was... I was the arbiter on what was good, what was not for years of what advertising. But Nick, your show has a yeah. vibrancy to it and, and almost an element of this guy's effed up, man. Is he going to go off the boat or what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we, we put a lot of money into the production with the, with the <clears throat> camera. We got red cameras we shoot with. I mean, it's like, you know, real pro pro stuff, man. It's not like a right. YouTube show or anything like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the quality and the content that you're watching is like, lights out you know so that's what i you know i want to keep it interesting for the viewers for the most part you know and the music we have music selections that people usually don't associate with fishing which is <laughs> this, cool, is, you know? this is true <laughs> but you're you're saying the cat the characters, right? So, you know, Dave Scholl, the Seacombe Bay Sportsman, who does a white perch trip in the middle of January? And right. Dave just sold that whole show. You know he what I did. Because he's just such a crazy cat. Yep. And he, I tell you, he's an icon. He's an icon in Atlantic County all the way down. He's been around for, what's, I think, uh, shout out to Dave Scholl, 35 years. God bless him. You know? And, yeah, and that, yeah, yep. And Nick, in picking out the characters, like I said, you add life, you add a dynamic to it. Now, what are you doing for an encore? Season three already, you're going to start to film 
what, this spring? What's the deal? Yeah, we're going to start filming this year. I mean, uh, I have yet to be able to capture the bluefin tuna bite on camera. We went out once, and the one day we went out, as anyone out there who's tuna fished in Jersey in the last three or four years knows that it's like incredible lights out fishing. And, you know, when we bring the camera on board, what happens? <laughs> not, not one bite, right? We fished for 12 hours. <sighs> the day before, my buddy got 30 fish. The day after, they got 35 fish. But the day of, not one fish, man. And the whole fleet was blank that day. It wasn't just wow. us. So I'm going to capture tuna on camera, and I've got a bunch of real cool surprises this year that people haven't uh, – or may not realize in Jersey for fishing, but I'm going to keep that on the mum until it comes out. <laughs> Listen, there's a Jersey balls to the wall fishing show. I'm proud. I go, little, little brother, Nikki Magnum, uh, Saltwater Underground. <laughs> go to saltwaterunderground.com for more information. Listen, check out, listen to me. I'm telling you, you're going to have an orgasm watching this show next week, <laughs> next Friday and Sunday. <laughs> Captain Crew, Jimmy and Nick, and on that boat 60 yeah. miles out. Huh. Or however far, six-foot seas. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> it's going to be wild. If you want to see photos, too, anyone go to my Instagram, at Nick Konoshevsky. You'll see photos from the shoot so you get an idea of what we're doing and what to expect coming up. <laughs> Nick, let me ask you this. Uh, on, a, on a personal yet professional yep. basis, do you ever get, just, just get in your car, get in your truck, whatever, and say, I just want to go fishing alone for a day. No thoughts. I know, I know your mind's always an engine working on, okay, show ideas. But do you ever level out Hanna Chef and say, I just want to go catch some trout. I just want to go catch some shad. I just want to go on, a, on the Dauntless and get some ling. By yourself, do you ever get a chance to do that? Absolutely. In fact, I Good. fish a lot by myself, uh, especially surf fishing. You know, I, I enjoy the peace and serenity and uh like I, I definitely fish a lot more alone than i do with people believe it or not because i'm always for like you. yesterday i was out ice fishing by myself you know what i mean sitting on the ice drilling holes for four hours <laughs> just by myself sitting on a bucket jigging you know and that's just so so uh peaceful and, and serene for me i i, I love it man just, like right now as you catch me right now i got my waders on I jumped in my Jeep right now because I'm in a stream looking for fossil shark's teeth, and it's raining, so I ran back to the Jeep to talk to you. <laughs> Wait, listen to me. Honest Chefs, does, so, does this Jeep have doors and a hood and a roof? It, it's not like <laughs> the old one. Yeah, this one's legit, you know? You know, hey, I'm making a living now, so now I can afford a roof on my Jeep. Listen, is that, if anyone remembers the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when that little sh Chrysler was all burned up and they're going down the road singing, when I met Nick, that's what his Jeep was like, except it didn't have doors. <laughs> Well, that could you know what? The, it was a soft, <laughs> the, the roof. Flew, the roof flew off too. Of the soft top. <laughs> Nick, we're very proud of you. Listen, saltwaterunderground.com. Check out the shows there. It's Friday and uh, Sundays. Well, Nick, give those times, please. Yeah. Uh, well, it's on the Sportsman Channel. Fridays at ten thirty a.m. and Sundays at four thirty p.m. and a.m. And then the reruns of all my season one and the old shows are on Waypoint TV under the Saltwater Underground uh, category. So they can check it out there. And then at Nick Konoshevsky on Instagram, you can see all the updates. Well, Nicky Magnum, congratulations. Listen, I could say I remember when. I remember the when. And here he is now. <laughs> Nick, you take care of that. And, and by the way, be uh, be safe out there because I know you're a psycho. I know you take chances. You know, I know you do that. So, <laughs> I learned from you, Ben. Listen to me. And keep those Dachshunds under wraps, man. <laughs> the Dachshunds, yeah. All right. Okay, Nicky, you take care, brother. Be all safe. Right. Best Emily. We'll see you, man. Thanks, Pag. See you, brother. What a show, man. High energy. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio.
If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Just For You is now Acme For You with all new deals, rewards, and perks. Download the Acme Markets Deals and Delivery app to become a free member or simply update your existing mobile app to see your all-new, all-awesome perks today. This week, beef bone-in strip steaks are $6.99 per pound in the value pack. And fresh raspberries, blackberries, or strawberries are buy two, get one free, mix or match. Visit acmemarkets.com slash for you for program details. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. That's it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Get out there and enjoy. Plenty of stuff going on. I told you it snowed. It melted. It's a little cold right now. Things are happening one day closer to spring. Don't forget, one day closer to the March 1st striped bass opener. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. God bless law enforcement. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. On to Harrisburg. And then South Africa. We shall see. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.